0: NWP Radio. You're listening to NWP Radio, a production of the National Writing Project. NWP.
1: NWP Radio. Welcome, listeners. This is NWP Radio, a production of the National Writing Project. Today is February 26, 2021, and today we are talking with Denise Hill. Denise and her husband run newpages.com, a resource you're going to love knowing about. New Pages is news, information, and guides to literary magazines, independent publishers, creative writing programs, alternative periodicals, indie bookstores, and the thing you're always looking for, writing contests, and more. I'm your host, Tanya Baker at the NWP in Berkeley, California, and I am so pleased to welcome Denise to our show.
0: Hi, Denise. Hi. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Yeah, we're so excited when, as you know, when you came to me and showed me what you've built, I was like, oh my goodness, we have to share this with the network. But before we get to that, let's introduce you. Could you start off by, you know, mostly people who listen are teachers. So mm-hmm. could you tell us a little bit about yourself and you could talk about your teaching history? And I know you're connected to your local writing projects.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Great. Thank you. Um, I have been teaching since, you know, you hate to think back, but it's like since 1992. Uh So for a few decades now, um, and I have always had a passion for the community college, I attended a two year college at the start of my college career. Um, And then of course, attended universities, but I, my memories of that community college were among my best in my college experiences. Yeah. And so I knew, I always knew I wanted to go back to that. I, I think teachers are teachers because, well, of course we love education. And I think we teach in that grade that we were most excited about um, and found, you know, sort of found ourselves. Right. Um, so that two year college experience to me was was incredible. Um, mm-hmm. And I just felt the most connection with those instructors, those teachers. They're the ones I've remembered my whole life. Um, so I really enjoy teaching at the two-year college. Um, I, have, I have a varied background because teaching positions are very difficult to get. It took me almost 10 years to get a full-time teaching position. For anyone who's struggling to do that, don't give up. Um, <laughs> adjuncting, lots of adjuncting in many yeah. different places out to Portland, Oregon, and back to Michigan. Um, I worked in social service agencies like a domestic violence shelter, I've worked in lots of food service um, and and a lot of volunteering experience. One of the um, components that I was told in in my applications that gained me interviews, had me stand out from other candidates actually was my volunteer experience, Mm. Um, the literacy council, working with migrants, workers, Spanish speaking workers, helping to teach them English. um, You know, those kinds of really critical um, types of jobs that are unpaid, but essential. Right. Um, so that that was so. That if there's any advice I were to give anybody uh, in looking for jobs, it would be really focused too on those those extra skills that you bring to a to an application. But um, I have been teaching in community colleges now for decades, and I teach mostly developmental writing. Mm-hmm. Um, so those not quite ready for college writers and readers. Mm-hmm. I've taught both reading and writing. Um, But that that to me is my passion. I teach literature and composition as well. I teach honors. So so I'm at both ends of that academic spectrum. Right. And I love it. I love the challenge of that. But my heart is really with my developmental writers and helping them sort of find their way, um, their place where they belong in academia, um, and in writing. And we also have our local um, writing project here, the Saginaw Bay Writing Project, Mm -hmm. which which is based out of Saginaw Valley State University. Um, And some wonderful people there. I got involved. I attended a workshop and was amazed. <laughs> I, I was like, I, I had one colleague who had done the same and who had, who had tried to get, a, you know, tried to bring us along. Like, come on, you guys. And finally, when I did it, I, I thought, why have I not done this before? That was um, too. <laughs> yeah. it, well it's how people feel when they hear about new pages like why didn't I hear about this before I felt right. the same way about the writing project like yeah. where have you been my whole life <laughs> um, so when I finally found it I attended workshop after workshop and I finally just went to the the people on the board and I said can I please join your board <laughs> um, they didn't have a community college representative they had yeah. university people and of course k-12 and it, right. it, it is mainly k-12 I understand that's that's the real focus um, but those, those students are my students. You know, those right. K-12 students are the ones who are coming to me next. And, and my K-12 colleagues say, hey, you're where we're sending our students. And so that relationship with them has been very positive, bridging, building, sharing, right. cooperative. I, I enjoy my work with them so, so much. It feeds a whole different part of me as a writer and a teacher. So amazing relationships that it has helped
1: build well Denise you sound very familiar in the yeah. community and I'm sure people are going to want to hear about new pages at yeah. from you because they're going to believe this is a trusted source which yeah. is also how I felt as soon as you started talking to me about your work um, mm-hmm. but before we do that We always like to ask you like a personal question so we can get to know you a little. And it is February, the month of love. So I'm going to ask you, what is something which everyone who knows you knows that you love? And I know that question's a mouthful. But for instance, everyone who knows me knows I love my daughter, my Peloton bike, (laughs) the National Riding Project, and octopuses. (laughs) So how about you? What is something that everybody who knows you knows that you love? I, I think the first
0: thing people would say about me is that I love to laugh. I, I think it's a personality <laughs> trait. <clears throat> um, and so whatever, I, whatever the meeting is, whatever the issue is like, I'll, I can be serious, but eventually we're going to be laughing. Um, my Perfect. classrooms were always laughing, you know, serious, serious. Yep. We get our work done, but man, we're going to have fun while we're doing it. Um, so I, I think laughter would be it. um, Excellent. my number one, um, um, uh, and then, you know, sort of, the, sort of the usual suspects, poetry. She loves yeah. poetry. Reading reading, and writing, um, f- for me, writing, I, I would say it's the process of writing. Mm. And, and that is so hard to express to people um, yeah. because when they think about reading and writing, I mean, you, we think about creating product. Right. Um, and, and that's not, yeah, I, and if there's one thing the National Writing Project has taught me in working with people, Um, in these workshops. It's about the process Mm -hmm. um, and and what we discover in that process. And so I love um, writing and everyday drawing, by the way. I've been very influenced by Linda Berry's book, Making Comics. Mm -hmm. Um, It has changed my writing life, surprisingly, because you think it's about drawing, but it's actually quite a bit about writing and, Mm -hmm. and the process and just the process. Um, and being able to treat the process very separately from the product. Yeah. So I have I have really blossomed in that area, thanks to these kinds of models and mentors that I've had. So reading and writing and, and poetry is going to be at the top of my list. I love it. Yeah.
1: Well, it's great to meet you and have you on the show. And as you know, from our earlier conversation, once you told me what you had to offer, I said, we have to get you on the radio immediately. Um, so lucky for all of us. The reason you are here is to tell us, anyone in the community who doesn't know about it, all about new pages. So let's just start with the elevator pitch. Briefly, what is new pages?
0: I'm really good at that. I've been to a lot of conferences. (laughs) I've been on lots of elevators. Um, I'm going to honestly say I don't miss that part here in the pandemic. I've been happy to (laughs) not do that kind of traveling and elbow bumping. Um, but really, New Pages is a resource for readers and writers. It, it originally started as a resource for readers, um, and I'd be happy to share that with you, but um, it is meant to be a resource for readers and writers to come to to find good things to read and places to publish. So um, providing that kind of platform for the readers and writers, but also for the publications, for editors, um, for presses, small, independent, alternative presses, you know, we don't work um, with the big presses, they have enough of their own space. Uh-huh. Um, so this is trying to divide space for those small and alternative presses, university presses, people may not always think of them as small presses, but they are, and they're, right. they're quite vulnerable to right. economics. Um, as we're seeing now. Right. So we're really there to help promote just all things good about reading and writing. Um, also um, independent bookstores, small and independent bookstores. that's a love of ours, we had one. Um, and libraries. so you can um, find that information on our site as well. And then we also built in um, a guide to creative writing programs. So at the bachelor and master and doctorate level. So we also are a great resource for educators and for students. Um, looking for where they might want to go next in terms of their academics.
1: That sounds amazing, listeners. And trust me, because I have fallen in the rabbit hole of this website. It is amazing. (laughs) Um, What's the history? How did this New Pages come to be?
0: Yep. That is my husband's doing. So Casey Hill is the founder of New Pages. um, And you won't ever catch him here. (laughs) <laughs> um, he prefers to be behind the scenes. And so a lot of people who, who ask that, they're like, well, how did new pages get started? Why can't we find that information? It's, he, he keeps it kind of tucked away, but doesn't mind if I talk about it. So um, <laughs> he started it back in 19, about 1979. Um, he was actually working at a bookstore in Flint called Middle Earth Bookstore, and um, recognized that there, the review publications weren't really publishing reviews of books that he was seeing that he might be interested in, that others might be interested in. It was more alternative, a lot more alternative, and not so much literary um, as it is now. I happen to have one of the original (laughs) New Pages Publications, 1980-81. Look at that. Yeah, so it was actually print. I know, and I, I give talks to students, universities, and they love it when I do this. Like, I'll open it up and show them, and they're just like, oh oh, it's hype. Oh my God. Like this is such an artifact, right? Indeed. Um, but this is what they did. They, they did um, reviews of alternative books, literary magazines. There's Parabola. Some of these are still around. Calix was in this issue. Uh-huh. Um, so they began this, um, he began this publication of reviews. Um, And trying to help booksellers and libraries find these publications, purchase them, or purchase subscriptions to them. So Mm -hmm. he was all about trying to help promote these small independent alternative presses. Um, So about 2002-ish is where I came along um, and had started doing literary magazine reviews. Mm -hmm. He had shifted to online from print at a time when um, that was unheard of. Um, and especially trying to run a business at that right. time or anything that might, you know, again, make some profit or work right. as a business online was just like, what are you trying to sell me? You know, snake oil. Um, <laughs> now look at us. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. So he was, he was a little ahead of the curve on that. And I can remember going to conferences very early on and trying to talk to people and, and they were like, so you're on the internet. <laughs> oh, so you don't have a print publication, you know? Um, and, and so a lot of educating people about that. Um, when I came on board, my interest in English um, started the tilt to, on the website, which mm-hmm. was more towards literary publications. These magazines that I loved being able to find in li- libraries, mostly academic libraries. Mm-hmm. But then I said, well, where are these? There's must be more of these. Where are they and how do you find them? Mm-hmm. Like, where's the one place you can then go to right. learn about all these publications? There was no such thing. And so that started the literary side of new pages. Right. Um, I recognized that a lot of these publications were, these are our contemporaries, right? right. You and me, we could publish in these. Um, right. So then I started seeing their calls for submissions too. And I said, Hey, um, I'm going to start putting these on the website. They're right. looking for writing. And so we started, I started this list of calls for submissions and that kicked off the whole sort of a landslide because who knew writers were not able to find a really good source for like literary magazine calls for submissions right um so we have that that just took it just took on a whole life of its own i'll say um and from there it blossomed right Mm -hmm. we started listing and then um, ad, the advertising is built into the site in a way that our users don't necessarily see it. And I, I'll be honest with you, I have zero to do with the business end of new pages. Like, I have always kept a really clear line there. Like, I'm okay Smart. with the content, <laughs> the literary reviews. You want me touching all these books and magazines? That's great. But if like, when it comes to business, I don't want anything to do with it. So um, Nicole Four has been our um, office manager for a long time now. Um, and does a fabulous job. And then Katie Haas is now currently our review editor, again, doing fabulous uh, work. And so those, those are our two, we call them in-house employees. This, this is actually New Pages World Headquarters, <laughs> which is now empty because yeah. of the pandemic. I know. Um, and our, our two employees are working very comfortably from home and, and we've been able to keep things going. So that's the quick backdrop on New Pages.
1: That's great. and you really did tell me a little bit about how the work happens. Yeah. Um, I would love to know like how do you keep up to date on all of these things that you manage?
0: Yeah, it's an impressive load of work. it is. <laughs> um, and but it's also what I would say I take pride in in terms of new pages. like we are. No hyperbole, super conscientious about our lists and our links. Right. Like we regularly go through the site and make sure that all those links are working, that they're up to date, that we're contacting people. It's a lot of work on Nicole's part and Katie's part to reach out to folks, um, regularly update them on the website and then just simply say, Hey, are you still there? Are you still publishing? Right. Um, plus just r- regular scouring you know I mean we're Mm -hmm. treasure hunters we we, there's so many lists that we're on um, other sites that we check just regularly following people on all the social media right Mm -hmm. just that's the regular work of our day is scouring through all that um, and looking for what's new um, looking for what other people are linking to or listening or talking about Um, Plus, then we just get regularly people contacting us um, saying, hi, we're new or hey, we just found out about you um, and asking to be listed or linked on our site in some way. Um, Our work is vetting all of that. Right. um, All those resources. So as you see from our site, we're not we're not a content site. So we don't we've tried publishing interviews. We've tried publishing different columns and Articles and that's that's a whole different area of publication and work, um, which just require like would require its own staffing, as you know, to keep (laughs) up with, (laughs) right? Right, so it's not just some fun little let's add this on, um, it's a lot of work. So while we've tried that, we have stayed away from it, moved away from it. We do a blog with some regular content on it, um, but other than that, our site is just meant to be come here, find what you're looking for and link out to it, right? Then go out, go out and find it. Um, So we're, we're active in that way of just like that, that kind of upkeep. And, and again, it's just, there's a symbiotic relationship. We find folks, folks find us, right? Right. Um, We just with, with a lot coming and going, um, you know, for as much sorrow as we feel when we hear about publications ceasing, I can tell you there are just as many new startups all the time, right? So it's a, it's yeah. a continuous, like, literary Scaning. publication is this own, its
1: own breathing, living, being out right. there, right? Yeah. So, yeah. That's so good to know, to hear from somebody who's watching it happen. Because you always just yeah. know when something you love is gone and it's harder mm-hmm. to find things that are new. And here you are right. keeping everybody up to date with all of that.
0: Right. Well, uh, that's our work. So I'll
1: just say but, that, like, how do you do? I was like, well, that's our job. That's what we do. Yeah, <laughs> what we do. Um, so, you know, that um, our listening audience is comprised much of uh, of uh, school teachers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm wondering what you think is the best thing in new pages for a classroom teacher.
0: Well, most definitely uh, for K-12, it's those um, young writers guides. So we have the young writers guide to publications and the young writers guide to contests. And that when I first contacted you, it's those are those are my my lists, right? Like I have I started those and I've overseen them ever since the beginning. And it's like the one area that I'm still keeping a really tight clamp on. Um, In terms of what gets listed, who gets listed, how do those sites appear? Those sites are, those two guides, those are uh, completely ad free. Um, and, um, I have talked with the boss here <laughs> about, um, sometimes the conversation comes up about how can we monetize that? How can we monetize that? And I'm like, figure it out, but you're not going to put ads on my pages. Right. <laughs> um, Cause I'm really sensitive to right. how much ad exposure. First of all, we all get, but especially, right. kids, especially and kids. kids and teachers. And I, I don't want them targeted negatively or to feel that they're being targeted in any way um, with business when they come right. to those pages. Um, so, those are the two, most especially for K 12. Um, and the publications, what the focus of those two guides is it's content for. Um, young readers and writers. So it might be magazines that publish adult writers who write for K-12 or are mm-hmm. publications that publish the younger age groups. And I say K-12, but sometimes it does go into the first or second year of college as right. well. So if they're listed on those guides, it's because they have a specific either their whole publication is focused that way or a part of their publication. Like some people, um, the Louisville Review had a, a segment called The Children's Corner, mm-hmm. which would publish just young writers. Um, right. Rattle Poetry Magazine comes out every year with an annual um, young rattle um, poetry writers. Mm-hmm. So, So they must in some way have a, a whole publication or a focus on young writers. Mm-hmm. And then the contest page, same. It's focused towards young writers. And I vet out every single contest that's listed on there. So, again, it's to verify, it's not pay for play. I don't, people don't pay me and then they just get to be on our website. Uh, I'm looking at that contest. Is this a valid contest? Is this taking advantage of young writers in any way? Do they follow the um, online child protection? Um, act in terms right. of the information they're collecting. If the if they're asking for submissions from writers younger than 13 years old, um, so there's a lot that I'm looking at, and I and I have said no to some folks in the past. Um, I've said no to some publications in the past, and and normally what I'll do is I'll write back to them and say, but here's why, right. um, here's why I'm declining to list you at this time, and oftentimes for publications I get a lot of requests from. Young people who are right. starting up publication yep. and it's, it's wonderful, please right. teachers like if you want your kids to publish, then make your own magazine right? right make your own publication it is it really is so easy to do, I say, but yes, it's a lot of work <laughs> um, but these young people they want to be on a national or international scale with their publication, and they right. can be because it's right. online right. Um, so as I have these interactions with them, it becomes education. It's like, I'm a mentor to them, right. which I I'm fine with. Um, I look at their publication. I'll say, Hey, you guys are missing author rights. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just give them a brief, like author rights are really important to writers. We require, uh, one of our criteria is we need to see those author rights up front. And they really should be right there where an author can see them up front before they submit, like that's ideal. Right. What are they agreeing to? Right. (laughs) Um, Any writer would want to know that. And so we we vet that out um, for everybody who's listed on our site. So this is the same across the board on our site, not just because it's the Young Writer's Guide, but any publication that's listed on our site. Um, Or if we were to hear back from somebody, like if I had a listing on there that somebody wrote to me about and said, hey, I'm concerned. Right. Um, Here's what happened to me. This was an experience I had. We're going to look into it. We've mm-hmm. looked into some um, bad contest practices in the past and mm-hmm. removed people from our site as mm-hmm. a result. Um, People not getting their subscriptions. Like we have nothing to do with <laughs> right. uh, a magazine sending out subscriptions. But if we hear that, we follow up and we're like, right. hey, hello, magazine. What's going on? Are you guys OK? Um, right. They might have gone belly up and not yeah. told folks. Right. Yeah. So we're just really active and engaged with it. And so for teachers, for parents, for anybody with young readers and mm-hmm. writers, these pages are clean. Um, and if they're not, please tell me, <laughs> uh, right? Um, and, and so they're clean, they're safe, they're, they're valid contests, and they're really great publications, right? Or new publications from young people who are trying. And so they, we give them space here. It doesn't cost them anything um, and for our visitors to our site, so for teachers, for those students, um, especially as you're looking for models for writing and for right. reading. Like ideally, New Pages was started as a great place to find reading Yeah, because um, every writer should be a really good reader <laughs> as well. And so you can find that youth-focused reading on our site as well in those in, the, in that Guide to Publications.
1: Well, as you know, when you contacted me and told me that this existed, I thought, how did I not know about that? And when you told me, when you walked me through the contest guide, as you've just walked us through, I said, this is what people, you know, at least six times a year, maybe 24 times a year, people write to the writing project and ask us this question. And now we know where to send them for the answer. That's so great.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. And the, the contest is a tricky one um, because I, there, we know that there are these national public, public care contests where they'll take a lot of student writing and then they'll say, hey, you won. And you can now buy the right. book for $50 with your poem in it. Right. <laughs> and oh, by the way, there's a thousand other people published right. this thing. But you all won.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Um, it's a, it's a scam. It's just a scam. Right. Um, it's really just meant to, you know, uh, sell the books right. and, and I get it. And I'm sorry for, for some folks who might get sort of caught up in that and feel right. like, wow, oh, this is great. Um, and, and maybe they are satisfied with that. So I also don't want to take that away from them, but I wouldn't, en- I would encourage educators, um, and adults of young, uh, young people to, to stay away from those kinds of, right. of cont- exactly. contests or publication opportunities. Um, look for those that are more valid, um, that come from reputable sources, um, and that, um, provide like the contest, the, the winner should get something. Um, and we always look for that, like, um, First of all, what's what's a payout for what it costs? And right. for young writers, I don't want it to cost anything. I'm always suspect immediately right. if it costs a young writer anything um, to enter a contest. But then ultimately, what do they get from it? Right. And so there, there should be a cash prize or publication prize of some kind. Right. So those are, again, a couple of those
1: criteria as well.
0: Nice.
1: So um, you're, are connected to your local writing project. I wonder if you've thought about how new pages might be part of work together in a local writing project community.
0: Um, I actually, we give talks for our local writing project. Now we have our we have our community writing project. We have our the Saginaw Bay writing project, and they yeah. work um, cooperatively together. And mm-hmm. so. Um, and out of the SVSU, their writing center, they're all sort of like joined um, together. And Helen, who run who is the head of those, I mean, I think yeah. she's kind of like the common peg right. <laughs> uh, among all of those and holding all of those together. She's amazing. Um, and so she she has asked us, um, Casey and I, in the past, we've given some talks on how to how to find places to publish your writing, and so nice. we're giving another one of those talks coming up. Um, and so this, I mean, really, that's kind of it for our community, because um, I, I think if you look at new pages, it, it's pretty much just a resource you have to come and interact with. Nice. Um, yeah. And you need to figure out wh- what it is you're looking for. Right. Um, that, and then our site is there for you. Like, what are you looking for that's connected to the literary community? Um, so other than that, it's not we don't ourselves publish, right? We don't run right. a contest. Right. Um, we're really just here to help people connect. Um, you know, sort of the center of that hub and helping people find what it is that they're looking for that's related to, to good reading and, and literary writing. So we do what we can with our with our local group. Um, but mostly I just enjoy participating in our in our local writing project activities.
1: Well, I have to say as a new user of new pages, I am sort of amazed that everything you're looking for and wondering how to find by surfing the web is here all together. Uh, Denise, before we say goodbye, I just want to check. Is there any question I should have asked you about new pages that I haven't?
0: Uh, yeah, what does it cost to use it? Oh, yeah, what does it
1: cost to use it?
0: Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, so again, it's one of the kind of the coolest thing. Is it is a free and open web resource. Um, so everything on there is, I mean, you can click on every page, every link. Um, The business model behind it, again, it's one that isn't real apparent to people, but we have what we call sponsored listings. And so, again, not on the Young Writers page, but if you go to the list of um, literary magazines that we have, um, you do see that some of our listings have pictures with them, and that's because the sponsors have paid. And so yes. there is a business model behind that. And Casey, um, very early on, had this idea, which which we see in other places, like this collective advertising right. business model. You may not be able to afford, you know, the big billboard, but if ten of you all get together,
1: right, exactly. <laughs> you can get a
0: billboard together. Right. Um, and so that's the the. Um, the business model concept behind new pages, and that's worked really well. It doesn't limit us from who we list on the site. So, again, it's still not a pay for play. They, we have right. lots of listings on there, people who have not paid. But again, we have vetted them out. We think they're a quality source. And so we want them on our site because right. people are coming to us to find. Quality sources, everything, right? Like, <laughs> right. where is where do you find one list of this? And right. so that's where that's where it is. Um, and I I love that it stays that way, open and easily accessible um, to our community. And we're open to feedback. the The only reason we started listed listing creative writing programs was because at a conference. Um, um, some young people said, it w- it, the one thing I'm having trouble with is researching creative writing programs. Like I can't just go to one resource right. on- online and find that information. So we thought, uh, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. I guess we should do that. Yeah, yeah I guess we could do that. So, so we did it.
1: Yeah. So, Denise, there's no doubt in my mind uh, given my relationship with many teachers everywhere, that you will have piqued people's interest. So let's just mm-hmm. close by reminding people where to find new pages.
0: We're at www.newpages.com.
1: <laughs> That's so easy. Easy one. Yeah. <laughs> Everything about this is so easy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, thank you so much for all yeah. the work that you do and for having created this amazing resource and for having taken the last half hour to tell our community about it so that they can find their way there. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And and just my wholehearted, um, genuine thanks and appreciation to all teachers out there all the time, but most especially over this last past year. We've all been through so much and my heart goes out to you, I, but you're not alone. We're here. We have resources. We're people who will help support your work I'm always happy to work with teachers. I've zoomed in on classes uh, in the K-12 and university just to say, hi, this is new pages, what questions you have about publishing. So I'm available, I'm still at no cost, (laughs) right? Um, To do that, I'm happy to do it. I love to help teachers. uh, And and so I, I just hope that teachers know you are appreciated
1: and you're not alone, you have resources. So thank you all so much for the work you do. Okay, Denise, that's going to just make me have to ask you one last question, which is where would people reach you? Would they reach you through the website? Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, We have uh, contact information there, a contact form, and then there's emails on the site as well.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you. It's been lovely to hear about new pages. I have it bookmarked to myself, and I'm sure many more listeners will after this NWP show.
0: Radio. Thank you. Great. Thank You're you so much. NWP Radio, a production of the National Writing Project. Oh. NWP.
1: NWP Radio.